Hello, welcome back to this weekly chat. I'm uh, in front of the lake, as usual, and uh, just in the middle of a bike ride, and I just thought I would make a recording where I don't disturb anybody at home or in the office or at the school, whatever. So today's topic, who are your best students? Thinking about this really will turn your business into a success if you manage to get attract your best students. Let me give you an example for myself. It doesn't necessarily follow for you. You may have a completely different uh, idea, uh, a, different, a different attraction. But, you know, as usual, I can only really speak to my own experiences. I can't speak to yours. But I'm sure you can figure out what it all means for you. Okay, so for us, we started out as just a general, all people coming, um, if you want to learn English, I will teach you. Just so general, it's unbelievable. I, would, I had some salarymen, I had some neighbours, these were all adults. In fact, when we first started out, really 50-50, it was adults, and, and children were sort of like a, an addition. We just thought, oh, well, I guess we could teach some kids. Uh, and now, 90%, 95% of our income comes from school children, or up to the age of 18, actually. But yeah, people in full-time education. That wasn't how I intended it to be, uh, but that's the way it kind of worked out. Um, and if I think about the best students, you know the old 80-20 rule, 20% of your effort gets 80% of your results. Well, you know, something like that, you know, like 20% of our paying customers pay for 80% of our profits. What I mean is some people stay for a very long time. Our best students probably uh, came through our playgroup. In fact, I'm still teaching every Friday. I teach a group of high school kids that all started at our playgroup. So they've been, so they're now 17, pushing 18, I think they're 18. They've been with us since they were two. So that's 16 years times, uh, you know, whatever the monthly fee is, times uh, 12, right? 12 months times 16. Wow. Plus, a lot of those kids um, have been on a trip to England, so they've paid even more money for that. They are long-term customers. Um, some even went twice. Um... And you will probably find that's the same in your business. That some customers will be the very, very best ones that keep coming back again and again. It might be a type of customer. Maybe you're good at attracting um, housewives, for want of a better word. But, you know, um, usually women who are at home. You know what a housewife is, right? Um, and, um, and they're learning English. Maybe they were very good at it in, um, when they were younger. And there isn't really a strong reason to learn it except for fun. Uh, those people are actually really good students because they just keep coming back. Or it might be retired people. I've got a couple of retired people. Um, the great thing about retired people is they're, they're quite happy to come in the mornings or early afternoons when your students, your you know full-time education students, can't make it. So they're really good. Also, they can be fun to teach, I think. Um, generally speaking, because they really enjoy English. I've got one lady who lived in London when she was younger, was sent there by her, but, you know, her husband was sent there by the company, and she 
went along too and stayed in London for three or four years, I think, 20 years ago. And now she wants to get back to her level of English that she feels she used to have. And we have a great, great time. Um, you know, our lessons are very conversational and they're not geared towards passing any tests. They're just keeping fluency. Um, so we have interesting topics and talk about them. And she's genuinely interested and wants to learn new vocabulary. And yeah, that, that kind of person is great. Great person to teach because it's fun for the teacher and fun for the student. There aren't many of those though. I got like one or two, two, two people I would describe like that. Um, other people, I do still have a few salary men or salary women, I suppose. Is that the term? Office ladies sounds a bit derogatory, doesn't it? They they work full time, uh, but have fairly low clerical jobs in fairly low status clerical jobs in Tokyo. But but you know, they live here in a beacon. Um, they're good students, and I've had you know I've had some of these people for since I've been in business for. We start 2007. So you'll find a few people will hang around um, and they become your best students. But as a general rule, and of course rules can always be broken, but as a general rule, kids are better because they will stay, if they like you, they potentially stay from age two or three. You know, if you start full time your, your lessons at three, or maybe if that's too young, you could start at year six, you know, age six when they're in year one of elementary school. And they'll stay with you. There's a good chance they'll stay with you 10 years. There's a lot of pressure from Juku, the uh, cram schools, and that's getting younger and younger. It used to be once they get to junior high school age, like 12, that they'd start dropping off and going to um, cram schools. But actually, it's getting younger and younger now, getting the pressure from year four. So they, get to, so they have four years of elementary school. So it's ever so important if you get them get them when they're young you get three years of kindergarten four years of elementary so that's seven years you could have a kid for seven years having a customer that stays with you for seven years is fantastic right you don't have to doesn't cost you any money finding new customers if you've got somebody that stays that long and some will stay much longer until they're 18 but you know eventually everybody quits i mean they have to you can't keep teaching english and there comes a point where you've kind of taught everything that you know and it's just you're just rehashing stuff that's maybe a topic for another another video. How do you keep teaching the same students again and again? The short answer is with topics, but another video. Um, so, you know, generally speaking, children are really good to have in your business. Um, business people, not so much because they tend to have a specific target. Like, I've got to learn English because I'm being sent to San Francisco uh, in three months' time. Okay, so you've got that student for three months. Maybe when they come back from San Francisco in a couple of years, they might come back, but probably not. So that's not so great. Um, if it's a foreign company based in Japan, that's quite good because the the, the salaryman wants to have the you know, needs English to get ahead at work. Uh, and you can keep people for a couple of years, but I find they tend you know, more than a couple of years, and everybody quits. Maybe that's me, or it's just the situation. It's just you know, when when money's tight as well. Another thing to consider: um, people are happy to spend money on their children and their children's education, and they're less happy to spend on on, on themselves. You know, they think, oh well, I'll, I'll make do with just watching YouTube videos. You know, so 
So you have to consider that from a business point of view, what's the best way, who are the best students? Now, that's just my experience. You might have a different experience. If you're in Tokyo, uh, there's a lot more um, salary men, women, a lot more workers around, I would imagine. So that might be better. Or you might want to consider doing something completely different, like doing English for fun. That's what I think might be a future. I'm not sure if people are willing to pay for that. Some people will, like the retired people, people who are relatively wealthy. Wow, that's a cool bicycle. Got flashing lights on. Um, so, I don't know, you know, like... Um, if you focus on exams, then you're putting yourself in the firing line of jukus, and jukus teach better exam English than you, frankly. I would imagine if you're doing any kind of eikaiwa type thing, your strong point is you're good at the culture and good at the enjoyment. So that's the, that's the market you're going for, the type of person you're going for. Um, are they happy to spend money? I don't know. Retired people, some retired people, yes. Something to consider. Um, and, you know, companies, if the company is paying, then they're quite happy to take lessons. But if they've got to pay for themselves, you've really got to give something, you know, that's quantifiably valuable to them. So that's my two pence anyway. And when you're building your business, just consider who is your best student and try and attract those people. By all means, fill up the timetable with people who don't fit your ideal but if you're hitting the mark if you know if you're aiming to get children focus on children and you'll get a few few others too like the, the parents and stuff or if you're aiming for business people aim for business people and you might get a few kids coming but that's not your objective so figure out what is your target what is the best one what, which which one are you most suited which students are you most suited to teach aim for that that's my advice but what do I know you know things change um, uh, try stuff out and see what works and it's a it's a brave new world you know things are changing with AI and technology so it's still valuable to think about who exactly wants the lesson and why and if you can answer that those questions who and why you're well on your way to having a successful business. Okay, that's my, that's my bit. I will see you next time. Enjoy the weekend. And as always, I'll give you a quick shot of where I am. This is Teganuma. If I, uh, oh, I can't switch, so I switch it around. Okay, I'll do the old school way. This is Teganuma. Just at dusk. In there. Okay, have a good one. See you next week.